You're listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. Sex and relationship advice you can use tonight. Hello, hello. This is Jess O'Reilly, your friendly neighborhood sexologist. Today's show is all about the ultimate trick to revolutionize your sex life. And yes, maybe that is a little clickbaity because it is not a trick at all. It is a straightforward exercise you can do on your own and with your partner, if you've got one, that actually will revolutionize your sex life. This is all about learning to understand your CEF, your core erotic feeling, core erotic feeling. That is the feeling that you most strongly associate with sexual desire, arousal, pleasure, and fulfillment. And once you identify your core erotic feeling, and once your partner learns to understand your core erotic feeling and how to evoke this feeling, chances are you're going to have more sex and more satisfying sex. So your core erotic feeling, if you need to identify it, all you've got to do is answer this very simple question. How do you need to feel, how do you need to feel in order to enjoy sex? How do you need to feel in order to enjoy sex? Do you need to feel loved? Do you need to feel relaxed? Do you just need to feel appreciated in order to have sex? Do you need to feel de-stressed in order to have sex? Or here's a really common one. Do you just need to feel desired, sexy? Do you need to feel challenged in order to have sex? Do you need to feel threatened, jealous, subjugated, powerful, surprised? What is the feeling required in order for you to get in the mood for sex? Now I've given you a whole bunch of examples and of course the list is non-exhaustive, but you're probably thinking, yeah, yeah, I like to feel relaxed. Yes, 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 I like to feel appreciated. Oh, definitely, I want to feel de-stressed. Oh, yeah, I want you to make me feel sexy. But hey, you can't have it all, all right? You've got to choose one, the feeling without which you're not going to be having sex, all right? There is one core one, and this is kind of the sexual, I don't want to say equivalent. This is a, a sexual parallel to the Five Languages of Love, Gary Chapman's uh, you know, seminal piece on the languages of love. So that, that's a whole, another topic that's quite popular, I'm sure you're familiar with. So let's go to your core erotic feeling. How do you need to feel in order to get in the mood for sex? Now, your core erotic feeling is so intrinsically tied to your erotic script, your ability to enjoy sex, that you might not be able to imagine that somebody else has a different core erotic feeling. So, for example, a very common core erotic feeling is, of course, if you make me feel desired, if you let me know that you want me, you don't want sex. No, no, no. It's not that you're in the mood for sex. You're in the mood for me. Then I'm going to be more open to sex. So some people feel they just need to feel desired. Others actually find that a bit of a turnoff. Maybe it comes too easily to them. Maybe it's something that's become mundane. Maybe they feel it's disingenuous. Maybe, maybe, maybe. There are many reasons why. Maybe they're turned on, actually, when they feel 
subjugated, right? So this you think about people who enjoy sex in a submissive manner. So whatever your core erotic feeling is, it is so tied to your experience of sex that you cannot imagine that somebody feels differently, right? It's sort of like speaking Italian versus speaking, I was going to say Portuguese, those are close. It's sort of like speaking Italian versus speaking Japanese, all right? They're different languages, although they're feelings, not, they're not just about language. All right, so your core erotic feeling you need to learn what it is, communicate what it is to your partner, and then train them in how to make you feel that way. And you need to train yourself because it's not entirely your partner's job. We'll get to that in just a moment. Now, some of you may be saying, well, I don't really need to feel anything in particular. I don't require any particular emo emotion in order to get in the mood for sex. I'm always in the mood. Well, good for you. All right. Yes, you still have a core erotic feeling. It's the feeling that most intensifies your sexual pleasure. So if you're one of those people, and there aren't that many, I know a lot of, you know, cis men in general will joke about this. Oh, as long as, you know, the day ends and why I'm in the mood for sex. But you are more in the minority when we look at the 7 billion people around the world. But if you do find that you're, you know, you don't really care how you feel, you're always ready for sex, you may want to answer the next level question. When I think of my hottest, most intense sexual experiences, how did I feel? I think we're going to go back to that. Let's start with the basics. Once you've identified your core erotic feeling, the feeling you need in order to have sex, you need to identify how to cultivate this feeling. So if your core erotic feeling is, well, I just, you know, I need to feel relaxed in order to have sex. Well, you need to know what does it take to help you feel relaxed. And then you need to make lifestyle changes. You need to develop habits so that you feel relaxed. It's not all your partner's job. I hear people say, well, they just need to relax me. No, 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 no. Sure. They are a part of the equation but you are the bulk of the equation. You need to work on making yourself feel that way. All right, so 80% is your job, 20% is your partner's job, and so you need to communicate not only what your core erotic feeling is to your partner, but you need to teach them how to make you feel that way so they can be a part of the cultiv cultivation process. Now, saying to your partner, my core erotic feeling is feeling desired. You need to make me feel desired in order for me to get in the mood for sex is not even half of the process, all right? You need to be conveying your core erotic feeling with greater specificity, and there's a reason for this. So you might say, honey, I've figured it out. I need you to make me feel desired in order to, you know, really make me want and enjoy sex. And they say, great, I've got it figured out. And they say, all right, I believe I understand you. But their idea of helping you to feel desired might be different than your idea of how you feel desired. You might want them to look you up and down, admire your every curve and angle, tell you that you are irresistible. Whereas they might believe that making you feel desired involves grabbing your boobs like a couple of bags of sand, right? You are not necessarily on the same page, 
by virtue of conveying your core erotic feeling alone. You also, I know I'm exaggerating here, but you can easily see the disconnect. In addition to identifying your core erotic feeling, you also need to specifically outline to your partner how they can evoke this feeling. And a reminder, you have to work on making yourself feel this way as well. So if you like to feel sexy and desired, you can't ask your partner to make you feel that way. Meanwhile, you sit here bashing your body all day long. Uh, 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 uh. It's not going to work. They cannot counteract all the damage you've done. Be nice to yourself. If you need to feel desired in order to have sex, you better work on that body image. you got to work on enjoying yourself, boosting your sexual confidence. Now, your core erotic feeling doesn't tend to change from day to day, but it can shift over time. So if you're in a long-term relationship, my core erotic feeling today might in fact be different than my core erotic feeling in three years. So, you know, I'm going to share my partner's story to illustrate how your core erotic feeling can change over time. Now, when I met my, my partner, my now husband, I quickly learned that feeling relaxed was key to his sexual desire and enjoyment. He needed to de-stress. So we fell into a groove where he worked to make his lifestyle less stressful, uh, to promote his own relaxation. And I was constantly, you know, being the doting wife I am, okay, not constantly, but once in a while, I was working to help him feel relaxed as well. And so it worked out. We really kind of understood each other. And, uh, well, I understood him, and yeah, he definitely understood me. But I'm not going to use my example. Forget that. Brandon's is easier. So he needed to feel relaxed. I learned to meet his needs. He learned to meet his own needs. It all worked. It was working out. But then... Five years into our now 16-year relationship, five years in, everything changed. In 2006, we visited a nude couples resort for the very first time. And this was a life changer, and you've heard me talk about it before. I'm not even going to say the brand, because I think it sounds like I'm selling them, but it really just was such a life changer. Um, it was a very erotic environment. There were areas designated for sexual play in the playroom on a rooftop jacuzzi it was a very very sexy environment and I would say about half of the couples at the resort are in some sort of a consensually non-monogamous relationship and half of the couples are monogamous probably my concept of monogamish in that they still look they still flirt they still fantasize now we're at this resort Brandon, my partner, is terribly good-looking. Honestly, it's annoying. <laughs> but despite being ridiculously ridiculously good-looking, he, at this point, I don't think had ever really received a ton of attention for his good looks. And I think that's a whole other story. Um, the lack of opportunity to feel sexually desired for straight men. We can talk about that another time. So he, well, he didn't, you know, normally walk down the street getting a ton of attention, even though he deserves it. But at this resort, in this open-minded environment, with people who were hugely appreciative and respectful, this changed. All of these women were coming up to him, not in an aggressive way and not in a way that was disrespectful, and just communicating how much they really appreciated his appearance, his body in detail. And so, everything changed. All of a sudden, 
Brandon learned to appreciate and I think learned to make erotic associations with being desired, with being fond over. So, ah, his core erotic feelings started to shift from relaxation to this feeling of being desired. So I had to relearn his core erotic feeling, not only to keep our relationship hot, but also to kind of take sex to the next level. And this is actually part of why this visit to this resort was so revolutionary for us, because it was revealing, but it also led us into a new direction just in terms of the way we play with one another, with each other. So the core erotic feeling doesn't change on the daily, but over time it can change. So now that I've learned to accommodate his new core erotic feeling, which is the feeling of being desired, it really has taken us in a new direction, but he had to teach me, all right? There was, there was a little bit of a learning curve and it was really strange for me because I'd spent five years working on relaxing him. Now let me rewind a little. When we first met, it's not as though I sat there and said, let me identify my partner's core erotic feeling. No, I mean, I, I just made up this term <laughs> many years later. So it was a more subconscious process of knowing, hey, if I want sex uh, or if I want sex to be really good for both me and Brandon, I have to help to relax him. And I'm, I'm not suggesting it was a one-way street. He certainly did a lot for me too. But I had adapted to his needs and then kind of all of a sudden with this new experience, his needs shifted. And so I had to recognize that. So you may see over time that your core erotic feeling shifts. Now, this is a quickie because I love my quickie podcast because I know you don't have all day and you got other better podcasts to go. I'm just kidding. You've got other podcasts to listen to. A couple of reminders. You have to teach your partner how to make you feel that core erotic feeling. They will not know on their own. Secondly, oh, this is interesting. Having the same core erotic feeling as a partner doesn't make things easily. It can actually be more challenging because even if you have the same core erotic feeling, the way you reach that feeling might be different. So you still need to train one another and do some listening and learning. And having the same core erotic feeling can be challenging because say for instance, you both just want to feel desired. You only really get in the mood when your partner shows intense desire for you. Well, who does it first, right? Who's going to initiate? And I know that we've fallen into this struggle at times where, you know, I'm not really in the mood. Now, if you make me feel wanted, I'll get in the mood. But maybe if he falls into the same boat, we can, you know, find ourselves at a bit of an impasse. Now, talking about it helps. Taking turns helps. You know, being being um, generous in terms of wanting to meet your partner's needs, of course, helps. I also want to mention for the mention for the people who say, no, 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 man, I'm always in the mood for sex. It don't matter what I feel. There is another level of the core erotic feeling, the core erotic feeling 2.0. This is for you. And this is the feeling that it takes to take sex to the next level. This is the feeling that doesn't just put you in the mood for sex, but makes sex overpoweringly fulfilling. I call it your core erotic feeling 2.0 or your elevated erotic feeling. So for example, maybe your basic core erotic feeling is that you just need to feel relaxed. It's very common, you know, if you have a lot of stress at work or your family is stressing you out or your friends are stressing you out, you're not in the mood for sex. That makes sense. 
So your core erotic feeling may be that you need to be de-stressed and relaxed, but you find sex is even more exciting, more intense when you feel a different feeling. So for example, maybe when you feel some sort of a sense of threat, now you've got to find a way to balance your core erotic feeling of relaxation with your elevated erotic feeling of threat. So, and th those two feelings in this example happen to be somewhat at odds with one another. You have to balance them both so that you're relaxed enough to have sex, but you can play with the element of threat to make it more exciting. So maybe you do this through fantasy, maybe you do it in a safe, respectful, consensual relationship. So I think we're going to have to do another episode on the elevated erotic feeling. And this is really a way to take your sex life to the next level. And it's funny because people will talk about feelings versus sex, right? Like, so do, is sex a physical act or is it an emotional act? And I think no matter what, even if you're having no strings attached sex, even if it is the speed dating of sex, you're just going from person to person, there are always emotions involved. Even if it's not about emotional connection in every single encounter, your emotions are of paramount importance to the sexual experience. Not only to just get you in the mood, but also to take it to the next level. So I challenge you now to think about what is the feeling without which you would never have sex. That is your basic core erotic feeling. And if, if that's easy to figure out, you're going to train your partner in how to make you feel that way. And if that's easy to figure out, maybe you can start thinking about your elevated erotic feeling. What is that feeling that really takes sex to the next level? Is it when you feel a deep love connection? Or is it when you feel jealousy? And I'm sure you're responding naturally and viscerally to each of those feelings. Some of you will say, I mean, who could possibly be turned on by jealousy? Well, that's why the core erotic feeling is so intrinsic, like a language programming to your sexual experience. It is unique, and that's why you need to teach every partner you have how to make you feel that way. If you have questions about this concept, I think it's a very, very important concept, the core erotic feeling. Please tweet at me at Sex with Dr. Jess or send us a message on sexwithdrjess.com. Please follow along Sex with Dr. Jess on Facebook, facebook.com slash sexwithdrjess because we do Facebook Lives. We do a whole bunch of giveaways. Currently, I have a discount code. If you are interested in sex toys, if you'd like 50% off almost any single item at adamandeve.com, use code JESS, J-E-S-S, -S, at checkout. That's a pretty good deal. 50% off almost any single item, plus free shipping on your entire order in Canada and the United States. So maybe you can go, I don't know, pick a toy that will help your partner learn your core erotic feeling. Again, that's adamandeve.com. Use code JESS for the 50% discount off almost any single item plus free shipping on the order. Folks, this is Sex with Dr. Jess. It's always fun chatting with you and I really appreciate all the feedback and comments. So keep it coming. Have a great week. And if you have any topic suggestions, we'll be checking our inbox. 
You're listening to the Sex with Dr. Jess podcast. Improve your sex life. Improve your life. Improve your life.